Hey, James, welcome to AFK Chat. We are back with uh, what is this episode three now? Episode three. Episode three. Yeah. So we're moving. We're moving along here. We're about halfway and to some of our other podcast titles. That is that is true. And we did, we've got a. Uh, we also have uh, some some news out there. If you didn't uh, haven't been paying attention, Halo is coming back. I think February eighth or 9th, we uh, get the streaming again. So looking forward to that. We'll probably have a little segment in there, and we'll kind of warn you before we talk about it, so we don't spoil yeah. anything because i'm sure uh it was one of the ones that i definitely wanted to keep watching throughout i don't i am i am disappointed in their announce official announcement the other day maybe a couple weeks ago about they did cancel a br project well good job microsoft like i mean it's the we're gonna get into I microsoft really here in wanted. a second so what are you gonna do so the one that i really wanted the one that everybody wants. I, I mean, yeah. it, it's the one that shall rule them all. Maybe, it, my hope was is that maybe, made. maybe that one project was canceled because it wasn't good, and they're gonna re, you know, start over. Who knows? I, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm almost. I actually was uh, played a little bit of Infinite. Um, the fan made ago, one. The middle one. The family one. The fan made BR, or just no, 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 not the BR, just in back to in Halo Infinite anyway. Yeah. It was fun, like, yeah, like it's such a great I mean... shooter, but they just will not listen to the fans for that game. That studio, they need to get it out of that studio. Mm -hmm. Um, 343, it needs to go, it needs to get into somebody else's but, hands. Okay, to really... but, but let me just say this if they made a battle royale. And then Phil Spencer and a few of them go over to play it, and it's not good. They can't put it out just for the sake of having a battle royale, though. I can't imagine it's not though. Like, how can you break that? Because someone's trying to innovate. They just, it just needs to be PUBG and hate like simple. Uh, but no, you just take your, you, you literally, you just oh. add a shrinking bubble on a big map that they already have built, and you're done. Like, like it, it, it's so. It would be that, so. They don't need to deal with armor. They've already no. got it. You, your, no. your suit regenerates itself. So no. if you want to run, no. you go. Like guns are already on the ground. Everybody's used to it. All the, all the vehicles. Well, everyone saying, maybe maybe you got someone in there trying to innovate and trying like, to be complicated. To. Like we need you detachments. Need That's why I think they're the one that could be so if, simple. If you, if you build something simple, they will come. Yeah, you know, let, let's, let's feel the dreams. This he will come. That's what I heard the other day. Yeah, well, yes, it is the Mandela effect. Everyone thinks that they will come. No, it's not. It's he will come because he came first and he brought yeah. them with but him. But listen, I I heard that on a, on a TikTok or YouTube short or something the other day, and they were like, "It's he will come," and I was like, "No, it's not." He and yes, he goes, it is. "It's the Mandela effect." Look it up, and I was like, "All right, the little smart ass, I'm gonna look it up." And I was like, "Damn, yeah. it is he will." Oh come. yeah, it's it's always been that. Because if you if you go back and watch the movie, his father comes first. Yeah. And then he asks him if they can play, and he has others that want to come and join. So that's the whole thing. Anyway, got a little off topic there, but it was kind of on topic because the first thing uh, we're going to get into is another one of the big five is laying people off. And this time that's it's Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard. A lot of people lost jobs. Uh, there was a percentage that they said, I think it was 20, 22,000 people lost their jobs. It was 1,900 roles that they got rid of. 
for 2200 people um at activision blizzard and it hit all of them mostly activision mm -hmm. and, and well the activision blizzard um so there were some uh announcements that we had uh, i think we've we found out through the internal memo um i don't even know why they say internal memos they're going to get out to the public immediately once they sent so can't you just like i want a title just to say like external memo that i know you're going to send to whoever oh my god would be just... you want. i'm sure there's some sort of rule that they could then turn around their panderings or whatever so they're antagonizing the, the staff so they could get in trouble i'm sure but i mean like you know these internal memos aren't internal they, they they're always out so um one from phil spencer and then the mike mikey barra one was not uh internal that was a uh a tweet that he sent out um that was out there but I'm not going to read this to everybody. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that we have it up up here uh, for what he says, but mainly around um, areas of overlap. And I think that's been a common thread with all of these uh, big tech companies that have been laying people off. It, it, you know, we had the, the COVID boom for tech. Yeah, and they panicked, and they thought everyone could work from home, and they overhired. Well, I, I think it's a little more complicated than that because I think uh, the demand became that high. So everyone was at home with nothing to do. So all these companies were like, oh, we have things for you to do. Let's hire in our entertainment areas and all of these places, and we need more people because we need mm. to push all of these things out. We need to maintain more. Our servers are getting destroyed like we need more maintenance staff. We need more all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, kind of like the COVID effect is over. People went back to their jobs and I have 17 of one position when I really only need five. Yeah. Now, obviously, when you, when the acquisition happens and they said we were going to try not to lay people off, I mean, yeah. I don't know what the percentage is. 1,900 people is still, still a lot, but out of 22,000 people, I mean... It still sucks, and I'm I'm very very sorry for everyone. No, no, no. it was 1,900 roles, so that's like the individual role. Like you are this. Oh, in so the they could be multiple people. It's 22,000 people that got laid off. As a it total. says, 1,900 roles out of the 22,000 people yeah. on our team. It's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't. I, it still sucks. But how many of those roles, like you say, when Activision takes them over, how many people in and xbox gaming division microsoft overall that that role already exists someone's already, people are already doing those jobs so they're just absolving they're going to just take this as part of their job right so that's probably part of it uh, yeah it's i think just, that has I, to I part of it i also i it also think we have to go back billions of dollars billions and billions of dollars and look how many people you're affecting their livelihood their families I mean, what a you know, I've got a stepdaughter that's in that's in game art at Ringling College right now. And she's they're they're they are phenomenal. They are phenomenal artists. They're they're really taking to this. They're good, they're a freshman. But every, you know, and and, and my wife's not all up on the gaming news like like we are, but every time there's these big layoffs, I'm like, man, what a terrifying field to be going in. Like it terrifies me for them. Yeah, I mean, I think when you get these, especially with acquisitions, and I, I didn't believe them when they said we were not going to to lay everybody off when when of it course, first yeah. happened because there's no, 
there, there's no real way that you can do that and not um and not have the overlap that they're talking about but i also think part of this that may not have been in there and this is just me speculating so it's my own speculation here is around culture so we know activision blizzard was in the news like crazy last year with all the culture issues that they had and all the people coming in and it's not like you they don't know who they are yeah you know it's not like they didn't sit down and talk to their hr department or like okay we have you know you know bob and steve here but bob had 17 hr violations last year and steve didn't you know like this this could also be cleaning the house at the same time that they're trying to do here because they don't want those issues that they had before they don't want the all boys yeah. club that they had that was known and i mean I, and I will they say, say it was a frat house on the on time. the on the i don't know if it has anything to do with that i haven't heard any any leaks that this could be but on the chance, on the rare chance that it is that, I give a big bravo to Phil Spencer and Microsoft by allowing, by eliminating the jobs and making it seem like any old elimination that's been happening over the last couple of years versus singling them out to where it could ruin any future potential they have if if they correct their behavior. You know, you don't want to ruin their their entire sure. life. And 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 then that's what I'm saying. Like I I I don't I don't think they went into this saying, hey, we're going to do this for the clean of the house, but I think it's a byproduct of when you're determining who stays and who goes like, like you got to look at it at performance. Like you're not getting rid of your top performers. You're not getting rid of all that. So they, they have to sit there. And from the time of the acquisition until now, my guess is they've been trying to figure this out on who they're going to let go oh, and, and minimize sure it to the, the smallest time. amount that they could. Yeah. 1900 is not a small amount, but it could it have been 2000, 3000, 4,000. Could it have been everybody. Like at the end of the day, like just say, you know what, we're gonna wipe you all out and we're gonna rehire the whole thing. Like some acquisitions that happens. They just say the old the old guard goes away, here's your severance, walk away. Yeah. That, that now we all knew happened. that Bobby Kotick was was gone as soon as the acquisition happened. He was staying on just for the the takeover. Uh and and that was pretty much determined during over the last couple of years. We knew that this was inevitable. But a big red flag, one of the tweets that you had up there that that is now gone, Mikey Barra. I did not yeah. see that coming. Um, this is a hit this is, to the Blizzard family. Do I you think. think this is a forced out? Do you think he wanted out? Do you think he didn't want to go back to Microsoft? I, I know we were talking before a little bit of his history you, you brought up. Yeah, I mean, he was the original, one of the original, uh, the original guy. I mean, he ran Blizzard. He, he, was, he was running the company and doing the art design and do, like literally working... 15 16 17 hour days seven days a week to launch world of warcraft it, like it was him and then it launches and he leaves and he gets hired by microsoft i believe and then he, he stays there for a really long time and comes back to blizzard and I, I just don't think he wanted to do the stint again like i think i think he was done i don't think it was a forced out um i think somebody like I, he's never been in the limelight anywhere of saying like, Hey, you know, you're doing the bad things I, it, or you're part of this. Now. I don't know. Again, I don't know what the behind the scenes doors are. I don't know what any of that thing is, but he's always seemed like a stand-up guy. He loves the product. He loves the games. He spent 20 years or 20 plus years with Microsoft already. 
Yeah. I don't think you want to go back to that. Like, no, no offense. It's like large corporations. Do I really want to be back in the corporate world or am I okay with, uh, you know, not that Blizzard was a small studio, but it's not Microsoft. Like it's not, it's not the corporate world that they're living in today. So I think he made the decision to leave. I think it's a big blow to the world of Warcraft family. Um, he's been around for a while. He's at all, you know, all the events, People know him. Um, I mean, it was just. We'll see what's going to come. We'll see. You what know what? I, I will say this. I was excited about Mike Yabar coming back because on the Bethesda side, of course, you've got Todd Howard and their executive team. It's very, very well known, very well respected. And then on the Activision Blizzard side, of course, Kotick, and we only know who he is because of all the antics. But everyone that was a gamer and diehard gamer had Yabara. So if you're looking at the Xbox family, you've got Phil Spencer kind of running everything. And then you've got Mikey Barra and Todd Howard, uh, two of the biggest pillars that you could have, and now they've just lost one. And it yeah. it does make you wonder, you know, who's going to be that person that steps forward. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know. I think time will tell. But again, uh, you know, my hearts go out to everyone that lost their jobs there. It's not an easy world. It's not, you know, it's not, you're not just going to go find a job tomorrow. In, in these in these worlds it, it's not it's not a you know run of the mill walk down to the next superstore and i can get another job it, it, it just it doesn't work that way especially in this economy right now yeah. um <laughs> this economy living in california i mean things aren't cheap where i live i can't imagine what it costs in california to be oh, doing stuff there yeah i lived there um, for a while it's awful so uh, I feel for them. I, I do like that, you know, Mikey Barra then put out there, you know, any recommendations or connections or anything I can help with to get you into other places he's going to. Um, but I also think that there's a bunch of talent out there for indie studios and no offense. Like I'm not, again, I'm not saying anything bad towards this, but sometimes these layoffs spawn the next startup company that gives us the next amazing thing because they've got to do it. And it gives them a reason to start, their own design studio. Yeah. Like I might as well now, who knows? I'd take, take the severance package, put it all back in to my own stuff and let's get three or four guys together to build the next indie game that becomes who knows what. I mean, talking... we, we learn time and time again, a game comes out of nowhere and takes over the space and blows up. I mean, there's and one it's right normally, now. It's normally <laughs> because somebody's not watching or paying attention, which I'm going to, I'm going to use that as the segue into our yeah, next was a perfect segue. Our really. Next, uh, our next topic here. And uh, yes, there is no audio. If you're watching on YouTube, I tried to want to get uh, copyright striked here, but we are talking about the, uh, this is the new Pokemon game coming out new, <laughs> this year, right? That. Don't say that. I think that's don't what get us saying. in trouble now. This I is Pal world. Fantastic. It is not a Pokemon game. Explore. You get to play as Ash. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, you're, we're gonna get banned already from talking like that. You know, uh, you know, Nintendo goes after the little guys. They're known to go after they anybody. Can't go after the big guys. They can't go after the big guys. They went after the, so. Um, the James, like what's what's Pal World Disney. here? What is Pal World? Where did it come from? Listen, Pal World is awesome. Pal World is amazing. You know, it's funny they got they got mocked, right? So, must have been a year or so ago. I remember we were still probably parents versus gaming i bet if we looked up an old parents versus gaming we would find a reaction video where they showed this and we were like this is a pokemon game but it's not pokemon game and the studio has been 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 around for a while 
uh, pocket a, size, I think. Pocket pair, pocket, pocket pair, pair yeah. studios, I think. So, pocket size, I mean, pocket pair, pocket size. I'm sorry if, I, if I'm getting it wrong. I don't remember off the top of my head, but you know, they put out this trailer and everyone just kind of disregarded it. No one was like, you know, a couple of people made jokes. Some, you know, I'm sure Jake, whatever his name is, was out, Jake, whatever. He was probably making a joke about it. I'm sure Doc laughed about it on a reaction, but years go by and all of a sudden this gets announced. Hey, it's coming out early access. And, you know, at first I was like, okay, this is definitely one of those games you know, you saw from this all the streamers, the like some of the well known, some of the not well known, but everyone gets on board. Everyone's putting out content. And I was like, all right, this is probably just one of those games, good flash in the pan, gonna come and go. But it is it has not been that yet, Ender, because the Steam sales, they were like, Oh, it sold a million. Oh, it sold hey. two million. Oh, it's sold three. I mean, as of recording today, I think it's close to seven or eight million sold on Steam. It's it's eight million. Last I looked, it was eight million. And this and that's game just has been Steam, out maybe a week and a half, right? How long has it been out? It was seven. Is one week to eight million. That that's what one I had week written to down. Eight million to me. That is. Yeah. I think that's more than what the the Pokemon game sold. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eight million pal tamers on Steam on so, we're less just than about six Steam. days. Yeah. Less than six days, not so even a week. People that per- now, uh, I do want to preface this. This is a $70 game, right? So this is a, I think it's what, $29.99, maybe $34.99, but you get your little Steam early access discount. Yeah. And then the other thing, this is also on Game Pass. Now, I know that PC Game Pass and Xbox Game Pass, and, and, and actually, you know, we'll talk about that in a bit, but those numbers and those users haven't come out. But man, what a steal for a console exclusive at the right time. Now, listen, I know that the, the version on there is a little bit behind, but if you're just trying to get a, you know, get a feel for the game, see if you like it and you already have Game Pass, try but man, what an absolute steal by Microsoft to have this come out of the gate. They had an amazing developer direct. I think this game launched the day before, or the day after developer direct. The day after. This, They've set themselves. Uh, I mean, and we were talking about. Like, yeah. I remember we talked of, uh, that week of our de- developer direct was we were like, we didn't have that hit game. We didn't yeah. have that one that was coming out. Why wasn't that just, a developer's direct? Yeah. Because I don't think anyone thought that it would take off. A I really also don't think they wanted to throw world. a bunch of uh, possible. Yeah, I don't think want to put their, We'll talk about in a little bit. Out there, but the game, you know, what makes. I'm going to stop talking for a little bit because I have so much I want to break down in this game. But uh, what's going to be interesting is to, is is when we get numbers about how many people have been playing it on Game Pass because they like to boast that number. And man, what just an... Again, I can't say this enough. What an absolute... Well, so so I haven't played it. It's not even an Xbox exclusive. The reason it, become, it became on Game Pass is because PlayStation doesn't allow early access games. Yeah. That's the only reason. I mean, so I haven't played it. So by all means, go for it. I have only watched a very little bit of people play it. I have talked to a bunch of friends that are like diving ridiculously deep into it. But when when you say it's like, and, and I think people are getting getting it wrong. Like they're saying it's Pokemon with guns. Oh, it's so much more than that. But, it, it, but I mean... it's actually not anything like a Pokemon game. It's it's a survival game. Correct. at the end of the day okay so let's bring this let's bring this point up because the only thing that makes it like pokemon is that they've got pokeballs which i think they call pal spheres 
and then you capture them. And instead of, and you can do this, you can send out your pal to fight the other pal to wear it down. Then you can throw a sphere on them and capture them. But you can, you also can shoot them with a gun and beat the shit out of it with your hands or a club if you want, or build your way up. I have not unlocked a gun yet. I've got the crossbow. It's as far as I've got into it. But here's what makes the game appealing. You're not just going out exploring. Then you go back and you have your survival crafting game. And we all know the survival crafting genre can live and die just by those basic concepts right there. There are games you and I have played that we dive into it and the crafting and the survival. Like Daisy is a great example. I, I kind of like Daisy, but to get into the crafting and survival part of it, it's so complicated. It's over the top. It's just... It, and for those who love Daisy, great. That's your niche. That's what you like to do. Same with Rust. For me, Rust is just a little too with it. Yeah, uh, but then one that came out that did it perfectly was Sons of the Forest. The Forest like, and Sons of the Forest. I think it does. But this game nails it. And I'll tell you what it, uh, the comparison is. A lot of people bring up Ark, but I think it's more like Conan. Now, Conan isn't as popular, but the way that the concept of Conan, if you just replaced all the villains in Conan with with Conan Exiles, with uh, these pals, it's it's the same thing. You go out, you get some people, because then you can turn around and take these pals and you can assign them to jobs. So, I mean, the coolest thing about Sons of the Forest was that idiot AI guy that we were all excited about getting. Oh, he was amazing. He, I can't even remember his name. That's how memorable he was. But <laughs> You remember out, him when he's sitting in your fire and yeah, he, 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 he he's not bringing stuff where he wanted he, he could build things and you could go get wood, but he'd go get wood, he'd get one log at a time. So you get yeah. all these pals, instead of just having one pal helping you, you can, you can set up to build something and all your pals will build it for you. Or and then basically, so the most annoying thing is that I, I I needed to get food, so I was like, oh, I can make this garden. So I made this garden ender, and then as I'm making the garden, I've got to realize, okay, I've got to seed it myself. And then I was like, oh god, now I got to water it, so I got to get some water. But then I realized I had I had randomly picked up a pal. It was a little elephant. So then I was seeding it. Water, right? And while I, while I walked away to go do something else, I come back and this elephant's over there just watering the thing. And I was like, you didn't even have to tell him to. He just did it. No, no. He just assigned himself to it because they didn't have anything else that fit his because each pal has different tasks that they're good at. So then I was like, well, this is amazing. Oh, this this is how this works. So because this is one of the first things I built. Right. So then I went out and I was like, I wonder if I find like, I don't know the elements, but I'm relating it to Pokemon with the earth and the, you know, yeah. the fire and the water and all that. So I was like, what if I find something that looks like it'd be Earth-like? So I find this little, like, Diglett-looking character. We'll talk about that here in a bit. But <laughs> And sure enough, he seeds it. And then I got this this uh, chicken thing, and then he harvested it. And I was like, so now, and then I built a food pantry. So now this entire process is run by them. It's all automated. I don't have to do anything. And so my camp constantly has food non-stop and then you realize that you can set up a logging one you can set up to get you know you, everyone you need well it's full construction like i was seeing like these guys had yeah. conveyor belts and yeah you apparently so, you can go on full on and you can just so you land on this island so from what from yeah. what i understand is you just land on this island and then you enslave the inhabitants yeah. to do the work that you need them to do <laughs> on this island i mean it sounds like a wonderful game with these Nice little creatures yeah. that you're doing it that I mean, bounce up and down so, that are fun. Like when you say it like that, it's you couldn't do it with people, so you just do it with pals. Well, and you now say it's not that, a but here's the funny thing. 
you can capture the people. You can, if you run into a traitor or another pal person, uh, you can throw a ball on them, a sphere as they call them. And if, if you wear them down enough, you capture them, then you can take them back to your camp and they'll be in your camp working. So basically, you're just enslaving this entire yeah, it's world. Basically that's, that's a Christopher Columbus. It's a Christopher Columbus simulator. Let's just, <laughs> it sounds awful, but I mean, the way you just broke that no, down. I'm just, like I'm just saying, of- like, I'm, I'm looking at this from the, the point of view of, like, you have, you have Pokemon who's around, like, training, and we're going to battle, and we're at school, and we're training this, but and that's where I'm, I'm trying to separate them because, like, Pokemon is a kid's game. Yeah, this is the adult that grew up on Pokemon's game they always wanted. Yeah, like like I haven't played it yet, but the more I watch it, I'm like, okay, this is this is gonna be fun. No, it really is. This it is gonna really be the is. Pokemon game we always and, know. And that's how you know it's not just a bunch of streamers pushing, pushing you know, raid Shadow Legends. Come click yeah. on my link, like because it's a level people, ten and you'll get a free thing. People People will stop buying it, and the fact that it, they keep buying it every day, someone's buying. And then I'm sure people from Game Pass are like, "Oh, the Steam version is, is got a more updated version. It's more stable." So I'm already so playing. Let's on talk PC about that. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, I think it's a processing. It's the process of, um, updating your stuff. The valid, the verification process on Xbox just takes longer. But it so seems like Steam, I've never, Steam, I've that's never. That's why Steam has a lot of weird games. You can just openly now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've never when seen when there's two games. Non, on this... When it's a non-early access game, that will change. Okay, so they they have come out and said that we will match version sets. They will eventually. Because yeah, they will. What I read, match. what what I read, the other article that I read was if you are playing it on Game Pass, you're not getting the full experience. You're not. Like, no, it's a it's it's a very different feeling game. But it's not it's not ridiculously different. I know IGN just did a review. They gave it an eight out of ten for the Steam version. Um, Travis uh, Northrop, I think, is who is, is the guy that was reviewing it. He they joked because he goes, "I'm playing. I'm gonna review." He's like, "I'm about to give it a score on Game Pass," but he's in this weird position. He point blank said, "I think it should be seven. But then it, he's like, but I don't want to be the generic IGN gives everything a seven because it's better than that. He's like, so he's like, I feel stuck on how to score it properly because it, it because is better than the than the well, stereotype. But I think I think maybe that's where IGN has to look at it and just be like, look, you know, uh, we're only going to do the Steam version because it's the most up to date. Like that, I can I I can do a true review of the game and its most up-to-date version well, and that is. because they, they they're trying to avoid the conversation of everyone talking about the xbox tax oh xbox yeah. just doesn't get a good version oh xbox no it's just the verification process right it's an early access game so they're constantly pushing out updates well steam's basically open i mean look at the game yeah. on the top thing yeah. it's always these adult, you never know what you're gonna get games right so you can just constantly push out you know now if something's ridiculous and Valve will obviously come back and course correct, but they don't stop them from constantly pushing out updates. We're on Xbox, well, it's got to go because it's on console too, right? So it's got to go through the verification. I think process. for most people, like the the example of that would be getting your app on the Apple Store takes a whole lot longer than putting it on Google Play. On Google Play, correct. Like, like you have open source and then you have closed source. Like Steam is like yeah. open source, let everybody come in. Or, you know, we have 
we have our checks to make sure it's not going to harm anything. It doesn't, yeah. it's not way, way over the top that, that it breaks any of our terms of service, but we'll let you launch the game and modify it as fast as possible. Yeah. Even, even technically unstable builds. Yeah. Like it's going to crash. Like we're, we're, that's fine. That's what we're here for. We're open. No, I will gamer. say this. If you're, if it's you're designed for casual, indie developers, if you're a casual gamer and you've only got a, you know, a handful of hours throughout the day or throughout the week, and you don't want to buy it yet, and you have already have Game Pass, the game is fine. It runs fine. That's all I've played it on. And now, I've do, your pals, do your pals work for you while the game's off? I don't think so. Okay, so because only, you're only enslaved when yeah, you're actually in I haven't the game. played enough to pay attention to that, but I don't think so. But the only reason if you were to go from Game Pass and you really want it on Steam is because you're a diehard person that's going to put 50 hours and in, in three days into it then yes, have the most up-to-date because you're going to want the most content that you can possibly But get. this is also, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I think that this is where, again, this game starts to rise above other of the Pokemon. Let, let's face it. The last grouping of Pokemon games that have come out have sucked. They haven't been that good yeah. compared to like, when we were playing uh, Violet and all the original ones, like when they came out, like it was, that was like a revolutionary thing. They, that they, don't, were doing. they don't take chances and they don't no. innovate. Now, no, nothing's changed. Fan, here's what cracks me up. If you're a Pokemon fan and you're hating on this, you're a Pokemon defender, which is, is crazy to me. You should be looking at this, like maybe Nintendo and, and Pokemon company will look at this and think, Oh, we we can take some chances. This is kind of what people want. Yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to get guns to mow Pokemon down, but there are a lot of. But you didn't things. need it. You didn't I mean, need it. Think about this. This is this is and Just we can jump survival into, piece of. I it. know you have something something from Nintendo here in a second, but this is this is my perfect Pokemon game. I want to be almost MMO style, not not quite fantasy Final Fantasy Online or anything like that, but even if it's single player, but I want to be able to role play as my version of Ash. I can continue as a Pokemon trainer, or I could join Team Rocket. I could go to a gym. I could become the gym leader if I want and wait for people to roll yeah. through and challenge me. Like I want a role playing Pokemon game. Well, I think that's, Howard, I think that's Howard, what you said. Is like, Tom Howard, the... here's what you need to do. You need to, <laughs> somehow get involved with your genius ideas and your rpg with a company that has a better game engine and then if you take your ideas with a great game engine and a great ip uh, how great that that is the dream i want to i want to live in ash's world and choose but i think you hit like where i was gonna go with this is that this game gets better from what i've heard as you add more people to the server so it's a co-op multiplayer game. So yeah. I can join and your world battles and stuff too soon. They're going to have, yeah. you know, so I can join your world and we can, we can build and find stuff and do that. We could be on different teams, but this is what I thought was really interesting on Xbox. Again, we're on an older build. So you can have four people per server that they have there. So you have your world. It's 32 people per server. Oh, wow. on Steam. So you can have 32 people in this world that you have. Now, all those 32 people aren't getting along and going to be doing the same thing. So now you're going to have everyone out there trying to find these pals, making their own, exactly what you just said. 
is what's going to happen with this game where you say you're going to be able to load up with 32 different people that are in there. It's going to be all of the games we're trying to find dead side N- name, all the ones that we've gone through. And we're just like, Oh, there's just not enough people playing. They have 8 million. And you know what? That well, are playing now. There's going to be enough really to make this, this work. Right? So I've really been thinking about this. I, I think that they, one, the reason that they hit 8 million, there's nothing out right now. Perfect timing. And yeah. it comes on the heels of two, I think two very key moments that happened in gaming this year and, and as the year ended last year. And I and then coming on the heels of these two moments, I'm going to say to you, and you let me know what you think. The gaming community was kind of all over the place. We're all looking for something. Call of Duty's got its diehard people, but the people that float through the games, that's a big chunk. Casual gamers. People, right? The Destiny is kind of all over the place. Bungie's a mess right now. Call of Duty Activision is is kind of a mess right now. Fortnite brought a lot of people back. Casual OG. OG, OG brought a lot of people brought back. Brought this community together where you started seeing some of your old streamers that you liked maybe five, six years ago, even before the pandemic. You're like, oh, these guys are still going. Let me let me check. You and I have been watching some people we haven't watched in a long time, not just besides, yeah. you know, aside from Doc and Tim. And then Fortnite did this thing with the racing. And then in the middle of all this, the day before comes out and everyone like it was horrible. Well, the, no, the racing in Lego, what, Lego, the I, Lego I'm Fortnite. Getting I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So this day before it comes out and just what an atrocity this thing decides to be. Steam crushes it with doing what I consider one of the greatest things I've ever seen a company like that do where they just gave it. That's when I found out. I didn't realize that Steam keeps all the money for 30 days from a company in case something like this were to happen. So they don't have to check with the people to get the money back. They still have the money. They haven't given it to the other company yet. So they yeah. just they just mm-hmm. automatically refunded whether you asked for it or not. Everyone that bought the game on Steam. But the community was just kind of well, like... There's no company to give it to. The community is just kind of like, oh, I just want something. And then Lego Fortnite finally hit. And it was like this, like... It's like Minecraft, but kind of easier. But in Fortnite, I can take my Fortnite characters and they look like Lego... And it was just fun. And so many people were just having fun, but it didn't have that. It doesn't have that like competitive edge. There was no, there's no thing. Once I figured it out, I figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Once you've done it, it's just growing it bigger and bigger. Like like even with, even with Minecraft, they continued to add content super fast to it. And there's battles. Lego Fortnite. Like I can't wait till, till my son Parker's a little bit older. Cause that's going to be something I'll jump into with him. Like, like he'll, he'll have a blast. But then right on the heels of that. And there, nothing is out. Developer Direct comes oh. out. People are kind of getting excited. And the next day, Power World comes, and it takes Lego Fortnite. And you just talked about it. The elements that were kind of in some of these survival games that we want and put it in Pokemon world, essentially. They didn't do that. I mean, they didn't. But you know what I mean? Like, in our in our heads, it's like that. And then... Well, I so think when you see cute little characters to, that have abilities, you, you say Pokemon. It, you want to try it. Honestly, they stole Tamagotchi. Yeah. Okay. Pokemon want, just stole Tamagotchi. Let's talk. Let's want, go back. You want to try it because of the way it looks. So you try it and then you realize, wait, this game has some depth to it. There's yeah. more to this game than just what I thought it was. And then you realize, good Lord, seven hours of path. What, what am I doing with my life? Like, why, why is this so? Why fun? does this monkey have an AK? Yeah, 
what is the, going on? The fact that the game is just genuinely fun, and for the most part, for an early access game, it works. It's got some jank here and there. It doesn't have an official in-game yet, but okay. all the pieces... With all are- that being said, you're Nintendo. You have this somewhat clone of a game, clone of characters, clone of whatever you want to say. And I air quote that for those that aren't watching, I'm making quotes. Just sold 8 million pre-order copies. And keep in In mind, this is a company that does not stay. No. They do not care about the consumer. They don't they don't put out statements ever. No. What are you supposed to do? You can't not say anything. But they you can't never react say anything, to it. So why did they? I, I know you're going to bring it up so, here. So well, the, the, let's get into what is going on. Because there's so the, a lot of clones. Ocean so there's Horton, a, there's a lot again, of clones and they attack the clones. They attack I mean, the clones. There's a lot of Zelda clones and there's a I mean, you can essentially say every yeah. platformer is Mario reskinned. So you want to know why I think they had to say something? I think it's because their fans are driving them damn nuts. Exactly. Oh, the only reason <laughs> they put something out is because they're every every person that's like, and and I'm making fun of myself here too, that sits in their basement reading video game news and has something to say about it. Do you think the multi? million dollar organization of nintendo didn't know like everyone's writing them all these emails it's like hey nintendo they're copyright infringing you did you know this did you know hey you guys should do something did you think tap on the door knock on the door tell them that they're doing this i don't think (laughs) they know how many people do you think have gone to their headquarters to try to file oh my god they have to be they're they're there like I, you know what I really hope that these <laughs> that this pocket pair does next is is turn this into pocket uh, uh pal go like please tell me pal go is right behind this game like it has to be sorry moving off of that but do you like the only reason Nintendo responded because they do their litigation backdoor style like we're talking we're, we're talking like Japanese mafia style background shut you down talk to the boss kiss the ring and move on kind of deal but the the amount of people screaming for a lawsuit look my son just got into pokemon like has every card possible is watching the shows it's wonderful am i gonna let him play power world no (laughs) no i'm not gonna let him give a monkey an ak no i'm not gonna let him do all those other stuff but it it's it for for the 37 year old me that also grew up on that game it allows me to have a new experience yeah that nintendo won't do dude i'm still looking for new experiences in mario like give me something new and they kind of go out in the bounce kind of but they won't leave their comfort zone so yeah, and i know you, you allowed here you allowed for these guys to walk in and do that. But there is a gripe here. These things do look somewhat Okay, similar. but my guess is, and as you bring this up, oh, I want to bring I wanna, this up. 
I want to point this out. Okay, so my guess is is that when the trailer hit, however long ago it was, there's no way, like you said, Nintendo's not dumb and blind. No, like they I'm knew sure this was coming. that they already they knew this has been in development for a while, it or they could have sued them. I imagine it would have been done before the game came out. So, so here I want to read this is because this is what I'm getting to on, on how this was written. So, and again, this is from the Pokemon Company on their their uh, Nintendo site. So they didn't release this. I don't. I don't believe they released it on Twitter. They don't respond that way. They do it all on their site. Yeah. And it's we have received many inquiries regarding another company's game released January 2024. I love how they won't even name them. They're not going to name them. Of course. And the other part is like right. But just this first line. How many people have called them? They're like, we are aware. We heard your inquiry. Still calling that old Nintendo line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, old school number. Um, we have not granted any permission of the use of Pokemon intellectual property or assets in the game. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures to address any acts that infringe on intellectual property rights related to the Pokemon. We will continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon and its world and work to bring the world together through Pokemon in the future. The Pokemon company. Okay. So if you break this apart, it is like, first off, please stop calling us. We know it's happening and we're looking at that. Like the first two lines are for everybody else. We did not tell them they could do it. We do not. We don't support this game. We do not believe in it. The second line is kind of like walking into the mob. And I keep thinking of it this way of like, we're not going to tell you what swimming with the fishes is, but it's kind of a threat. We intend to investigate and take appropriate measures and we continue to cherish and nurture each and every Pokemon. Yeah. Because of the violence in this (laughs) game, that line is one. It's like, we nurture ours. You guys don't. I nurture mine. I built a spa at my base so they could relax when they weren't working. But you did come in and in force Pokemon and Pokemon. They live in a bowl. Now, yeah, they we do don't know live what's in a going on in there. I mean, this is all cramped the last up. Pikachu movie. You know, he was to be in there. He was. He was a detective. He's refused since day one to be in that Pokeball. That's true. He doesn't like the Pokeball. Charizard likes it. So anyway. at least I, I go back to my base. I let these guys out. They have a spa. They even have a bar. I built them a bar. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're not taking care, but when we talk about the, so let's, let's, let's open up the claim of this copyright infringement. I'm looking at these pictures that are up here. If you haven't seen it, go, go to YouTube. You can see what we have up or go to IGN. These are the same comparisons that IGN put up. You can see it on the IGN IGN, um, website as well. Yeah. The models are similar like pikachu is this rat looking thing the thing that they have is a rat looking thing it's an electric mouse uh, it's electric mouse. like you you make an electric mouse they're gonna look similar yeah so but my favorite one dustin Legary pointed this out so did uh alana pierce the <laughs> when some people like look how similar the the sheep is listen listen okay <laughs> there are some animals that you can only draw 
a certain amount of ways. Well, so and let's let's get elephant are not let's good. Let's get into intellectual property though. Like intellectual property states that it has to be if you change something more than 25%, you are no longer infringing on somebody's copyright. When I look at these ones that I have, they are definitely 25% different. Correct. Yeah. Like I, mean, I have not seen anything like, now. You have to combine two Pokemon to, to see what they did. You also now have to go in and look at the assets of the game. So now you can farm assets out of any game that you want. You can go find them. You can pull the assets out and render them and reuse assets from games. Like it, it, it has been done. Like people have gone to court and lost courts for in, in court battles for using other games assets. Um, so one of the things they're talking about is the mesh overlays. Some of the, they said over a hundred of them have mesh overlays that could be within the 25 percent rule Wait, there's over a hundred of these in the game i did not know that i guess i guess they're looking at all the things that are that are in there they're pulling everything but that's what i read it was like a hundred of the mesh overlays um the 3d modeling overlays so maybe the artwork is not the same but the asset underlying for movement and the things that they do for the mesh overlay could possibly not be 25% different. Now, this is what I'm going to go back to what you just said. When you create an overlay for a sheep, it's got four legs and it's round <laughs> and has a head. How different can you make that mesh? You can't. You can't. You so it's like, can't. there's no way, there's no way that... Nintendo is going to win this lawsuit. Never. It will set a dangerous precedent. And it will be a super dangerous precedent. And I think the only reason they responded was because of the uproar of the community. And they already knew they weren't taking it to court. Yeah. They have already looked at it. Again, people, if you're listening, I'm sorry that I'm not on your side for the Pokemon world. I love the Pokemon. I want to cherish the Pokemons. I nurture can have them. two games. I will nurture them. I'll be part of it. I will play the game with my son and let him watch all the cartoons and grow up on the fun fantasy world that I got to grow up on. That was great. But you can have two games that have small, lovable, plush characters. I mean, Digimon. If you want to play is Digimon. Not, I mean, at least they didn't call it Palmon. Uh, Digimon. Then you had uh, you know, Tamagotchis. You've had all of these things. Here's a, here's the bottom line for Just me. Andrew. Get over it. Here's the bottom line. If Pokemon Company is in, in my opinion, an amazing position because once again, they're the center of attention without even doing anything to be the center of attention. And the bottom line, 8 million of these copies have not been sold because there's Pokemon in it. 8 million copies are being sold because they made a great game. The gameplay is king. What does yeah. that tell the Pokemon Company? Make they a good to, game. They need to make a good game, and they have make it. a good game. The games have not it's been not good. That hard. If they made a good game. And if you're going to make a game, don't make a game that makes people kids walk out in the street and get hit by cars. Yeah. But they, well, listen, that game was, game was awesome. But they, they have a great, in my opinion, you could flip this into the positive. This is out there. Whatever. If you were able to put out a great game in the next year off the, off the heels of this, 
Man. Oh, you'd have everybody come back. You'd have them come back. Oh, you'd crush it. Yeah, you'd be there. Because and, you and I will say the only the model idea, you have the better models. The 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 only model that I really look at is Lamball. Like Lamball is the one where I'm like, okay. But again, how do you make a lamb it look different than just, a lamb? Just, it's just a lamb. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm sure you could look at a hundred kids children's books with a lamb in it and 90 yeah. of them would look similar and eight, 60 of them if they were animated in this art style would look just yep. like so this moves me on to i'm going to move on to my my the real the real problem that we have in this game oh and and you know what this is this is this is dear to my heart um PETA is coming after pal world from hunger for the, games for the cruelty of animals like the character in hunger games that PETA? no not that PETA. the people for ethical treatment of animals PETA is coming after it because you can hurt your little pals and you can sacrifice them and eat them if you need to uh, that's another part of the game that I was like, hmm, that's a little different. I don't think Nintendo is going to be doing that. I've had but to I do can it sacrifice it. When one of my pals was slacking off because it tells you that they're slacking off, I was like, well, your dinner. So, see, like, again, PETA's coming after it. And you know what? I'm really proud of PETA because, you know, they are going to make the vegan guide to playing Power World. <laughs> So if you don't want to eat your animals, you don't have to empower. You don't have to be cruel. You can play Pal World the way you want to play Pal. So you're World. telling me instead of drop trying to be all drop on the iron hammer, they they are having a little bit of fun with this. I don't think they're having fun with this, James. I think they're absolutely concerned that you are teaching young children and older people. I think they think we are no longer um vegans anymore because i know you are and i know i have been for so long <laughs> that once i played pal world i decided you know what i think i think i'm gonna go have some lamb chops today so but they do you know, know i feel like are, i want to do you know these are called pocket monsters right I, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter while Peta's statement focuses on eating pals there are other potentially questionable activities in the game, such as capturing animals for breeding and labor. Okay, so it's not just the eating. It's that you're forcing them to breed and you're forcing them for labor. They're monsters and they get horny. We've never had an issue with any of the games that have enslaved humans or any of the other thing, but you do it to a pocket pal, pocket monster, sorry, pocket monster, PETA's coming after you, people. Listen, okay. I just want to know, does PETA come after Monster Hunter World or Monster uh, dude, Hunter games? The, the stuff that I read about this is just... I, I saw because, I saw because, the acronym PETA, and I was like, I have got to see it. So because, they because did create... The, I, just, I don't think many people know this, but they did create the Vegan Guide to Animal Crossing. Oh, you're not joking. Right? They really did. No, they did. I'm not joking at all. In March of 2020... They did this for Animal Crossing. This isn't no, the first time they've done it. So you don't think this is, they're not having a little fun with it and trying this to. This is not it. fun. These people do not have fun, James. <laughs> so you think they're like encouraged no, no, to play think, the game this way? 
I don't think they are encouraging you. The only way to play this game is to follow their vegan guide. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that th this like PETA as an organization is going to fund somebody to play this game to write a guide on how to be a vegan? Do you know, you know who they hired? They hired, they hired people that play Fallout without trying to kill somebody. That's who's making this game. Hey, that's fine. I, I mean, play run. the game the way you want to. Passive I am run. fine with that. But I mean, God, wait till they turn it into Monster Hunter and, World. And you start wearing, you start wearing their skin as your armor. Got <laughs> lambda, <laughs> lambda armor level I'm two. Not, I, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm not hating on the vegan. I think there's many benefits to being a vegan. Like it's, it's scientifically proven. There's a lot of benefits to that style. I just don't think anybody is playing this game and it's going to affect the way they decide to live God, their life in the real put, world. I hope they put an achievement in there that if you play 50 hours vegan style, it unlocks. Uh, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. Like, I, I, they the have to be paying attention to this. And, and you know what? I, I'm, if the guide comes out, I will play the game. I will fall. I'm going to tell you right now, when the guide comes out, I will play, You're the vegan play style it under their guide. Oh yeah. I'll play it under so their guide. Just you accidentally hurt you must murder yourself. Then you have to start over. You you no. You must sacrifice your life right then and there. You if you harm an animal, you harm yourself. That's 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 the way. That's the way of the people. I am just kidding there. No one go harm themselves if any harm comes to <laughs> yeah, hey there. Um. So anyway, I think that's all that we have for the show today um if you want to find us do a little house cleaning here at the end uh to find us you can find us on youtube at afk chat you can find us on tiktok at afk chat you can find us on uh instagram at afk chat pod and also on spotify and apple podcast um if you're interested please watch this one and watch any other other episodes that have come up a lot of the content is still ready to go we do make these weekly if you have any content, uh, we do have a Discord. You can join the Discord. It's the AFK Chat Discord. Come on, be a member. Join us in some fun gaming. Give us some topics that you'd like to listen to us talk about. And uh, we'll also post some things there, maybe some early access to some of the content that you will see there. My name's Ender. Guy sitting over there, name is James. This has been AFK Chat, Episode 3. Have a good night.